Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. And today we're talking with McKenna Curtis. She is the youth director at Upper Room Church on Pensacola Beach. She's also a yoga instructor. And so we're going to talk about our mind and meditating on scripture and just the importance of walking with God's word throughout our day. I love this scripture that I read actually this morning, and I want to share it with you all. It's from Luke chapter 1, verse 45. And Elizabeth, she had a miracle happen to her. She was pregnant with John the Baptist. And she said, she was saying this to Mary, who was pregnant with Jesus. So, you know, both women are pregnant, different ages, both blessed with the miracle of a child inside of them. And only by God that was possible. Elizabeth said, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. So I just want to encourage you to believe, even when you don't want to believe, keep believing. Believe that the Lord would fulfill his promises to you. It says, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. I want to encourage that for you as well. Blessed are you who have believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to you. So walk in that confidence today that the Lord would fulfill his promises to you. And we are blessed. We are so blessed. No matter what we're facing today, we have a reason to be thankful. You all enjoy this conversation with my friend, McKenna Curtis. We're going to talk about you and what you do. And just did you ever imagine being a youth director? But I want to talk to you first about this weekend. Pastor Nathan was talking about when we start our prayers to say, Father, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what he prayed in John. It was John 17, I think. And he said, Father. And so now it's been a challenge to me. I just wanted to, I mean, this wasn't, we didn't talk about that we were going to talk about this, but I was just curious to know what you thought about that. Cause yeah. I had never heard that before. I, okay. Father now I, you know, I'm going to pray now, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I am a huge fan of using father, um, when I'm starting to pray. And I think a big part of that comes from pastor Nathan's teaching and him really reflecting on, you know, how God, you know, God is God. Then we have the Holy spirit, then we have Jesus. And yeah. when we are, you know, thinking about our father figures in our life. Some of us have great fathers. Some of us have non-existent fathers. Some of us have, you know, supportive, they're here, they're involved, but they may not be the person or the father that we look up to. And, you know, I think he really changed the game in my life when he introduced the idea of father being the way we address God, because it's a more personal relationship, right? Like God is such a big name and there's so many, different ways people utilize the word God. And, you know, granted, I know that God is, is my savior and, and he is the father of Jesus. So Jesus is my, my main man. And if I can, can honor and respect, um, God as our father, it, it makes him feel closer to me and it makes me feel like I have more depth within our relationship. So all of my prayers, I I write a lot of my prayers every day and I always start with father, Um, And I may use Lord, I may interchange it with God throughout the prayer, but I always address him as father because that's who he is to me. And, you know, I'm lucky to have a really great father here on earth. And 
I, I cherish our relationship and respect him and I honor him, you know, really more than a lot of the people here in my life. So to be able to have that same relationship and same kind of characteristics of honor and respect with God, the father has just been a way for me to really deepen our relationship. Yeah. And I did want to read John 17, as you were saying that, because painting the picture of Jesus as a father, a lot of the times we look to our own fathers, you know, and what a blessing for you to be like, he's awesome. Like my dad's awesome. My dad's awesome. Yeah. Um, and what I've learned from pastor Nathan, like God through him is that Mm -hmm. Jesus is the perfect father. And so, um, in John 17, I just wanted to read a little bit to you because this is talking about Jesus praying to be glorified. And so while I'm reading this for whoever's listening, like Jesus in you, you know, you can pray for Jesus in you to be glorified because once you become a Christian, the Holy spirit lives inside of you. Like he's the light and he's inside of you. Like let your light shine, you know? Um, and so, and Hey, this little light of mine, you know, you're a youth director, (laughs) you know, you probably sing that a lot, but okay. Every Sunday. Right. Oh my goodness. That explains a lot because that's what RJ has been singing, but okay. Awesome. All right. It says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now, this is the eternal life that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. Like Jesus was there with the father before the world began. And it's just such a humbling thing to read, but it's also so cool to think Jesus, like he can live inside us and we can address God as father. I love that. Yeah. And I really love how you brought that up and, and made that a big point because we didn't get to talk before this, but one of the things that I wanted to share towards the end when, um, you know, we talk about the verse that's been helping me in this season of life, it really applies to the Holy spirit living within you and how I really just feel like it's, it's a, it's a way to, you know, we're always trying to figure out how to deepen that relationship with the Lord. And I think when we can bring in things like maybe that's something that you craved your whole life is having a father figure. And it's like, you have one living within you when you own Jesus as your savior. And so I think that is such a cool way and a a reflection and and something that I'm, I'm really thankful that pastor Nathan, you know, felt God put that word on his heart for this, this series. Um, and really just any way that we can glorify the Lord and prayer is one of, you know, my, my favorite ways to glorify the Lord prayer and worship. (laughs) Yeah. I love the question you asked, how do we deepen that relationship with the Lord? And you're asking about, you know, by seeking the Holy spirit and man, that's so cool. That's so cool. Is there anything else you want to say with that? Um, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the thread. That's kind of the, the plane I've been on. So being the youth director now I'm, I'm newer to the middle school and high school students. So a lot of these kids don't necessarily, have a deep relationship with the Lord. They may have an understanding of who he is. They may have been in Sunday school since, you know, they were one. And so they may have this idea of who God is or who Jesus is, but do they know that he is the father, that he is the savior, that, you know, there is such thing as a real relationship that you can have with him that includes conversation, prayer, worship, you know, all of these different levels of how you can connect with someone else. Um, so it's been really incredible to just 
ask God, hey, how can I deepen my relationship with you so that then I can help these kids understand how to create a deeper relationship with you or establish those you know, foundational points that, that I've been able to establish and it's happened later in life for me. So it's, it feels fresher for me and it feels like something that, you know, I was seeking at that age, but I wasn't able to really find it and latch onto it. And now as an adult to be empowered and to be given the gift of, of leadership in their lives. Um, I feel so honored by God that he sees me in that way and that he sees that capability within me. So it's been a huge blessing, but it's also been a huge shift in just what I'm, I'm used to. So Mm -hmm. I'm getting to really vamp up and, and help find that, that specific, um, point right now. And so it's, it's been, it's been really cool to see how that has not only trickled over of, you know, we're always trying to deepen our own relationship, but then how do you share that with others who may be new to it? Yes. Being a light for Christ. Like that is awesome, man. That's so cool. It feels fresh. I love that. It feels fresh. Like, and the coolest thing about being a Christian is like when you're renewed and every morning is a new day, his mercies are new Mm -hmm. every morning. Like that freshness (laughs) isn't going to stale, you know, when you're, when you pick up your cross daily and follow him, that is so good to hear. That's refreshing to hear. It feels fresh. It feels fresh. Amen. Um, Did you ever think you'd be doing this? That is such a great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, (laughs) I actually, on Wednesday, my last Wednesday night group, I felt like it was, we've been in session now for the whole month of September. So we're on our last session of September, which has been a great month. And last week we had one of what was my favorite group so far. And one of the last questions, we had a great conversation, great connection with the kids. And at the very end, I had a girl ask me, she said, Miss McKenna, what, what is it? Why are you doing this? Like, why are you here? You know? And I was like, wow, like I needed them to ask me that question yeah. because I, I didn't, you know, I felt God really leading me. And in a lot of decisions in my life, like I felt I've been encouraged by mentors, which I'm so blessed to have mentors and people that are, are rooting me on. And, and I'm thankful to have good family and support. And, but, you know, throughout my life, I feel like I've been encouraged by these people in my life to get me to where I'm going. And this decision to go into youth ministry was a hundred percent me and God, you know, we were talking about this and this was something that of course I talked with pastor Nathan and, and some of the team members on the church team. But ultimately I was talking with the Lord a lot about this and saying, God, like, just give me the, give me the signs, give me the, the clarity of mind to move forward, whether it's, you know, into a, a career path that's different than the one I'm in, or if it's with these youth kids, if it's, you know, God, just be clear. And I'm such a, I'm such a, I ask him straight up for what I need. And he is such a, a incredible God to provide. And whether it's exactly what I need in that moment, or maybe it's the kind of the stepping stone that's, that's going through the valley or through that moment, um, that gets me to that point that I'm looking towards. So he's, you know, he's been so faithful in providing me just that peace. Um, whenever there's a decision that I'm, I'm praying on or I'm thinking about, but I'm in the waiting. So Mm -hmm. he's been really good at, at being able to provide kind of what that next stepping stone is. And I think that when it came to the time, it was just almost like the seas were parting and it was like, okay, well, you can go this way. You can go that way, but here's the obvious way that you should go. And I've always worked with kids. I've always loved kids. I've always had a passion for communicating 
and communicating with anyone, but definitely being able to communicate with people that have a lot going on in their minds and a lot going on in their hearts and a lot of change and transition because, you know, little known to them, they're going to be going through change and transition their whole lives. Mm -hmm. And what better, better way to travel that journey than with a best friend, with a father that is, is, with you every single step of the way that is within you. So you can tap in any time that you need him. Um, and just being able to be a, like you mentioned, a light for these kiddos. Um, I just felt like God was like, this is exactly where you need to be. You have been in the game with them for a handful of years. You've been working with these kids. Now it's time for you to step up and to, to build something for them that they can create legacy with, you know, cause they are our future and they're, in my opinion, the most important people that we can invest in at this time. So yeah. it feel, it felt like that was where I was going to discover purpose and where God really had set up a stage for me to, you know, put that purpose on. So it's been yeah. really great to put that purpose on. Somebody needed to hear that today <laughs> to put that purpose on. Because when I saw you on the microphone this weekend, walking around the room, shouting out people's names, you had energy, you know, and that, that's a good thing. Like what you were doing and what you are doing there at the church is a good thing. And the greatest part about that is that light that you carry with you there at church when you're using your gifts and talents to serve God, like that same energy that you have is the same when you, I mean, not the same as far as like your hype, you know, you're not going to be like <laughs> an adult, hi little cutie, <laughs> you know, but like the Holy spirit in you to those kiddos is the same when you're other places. I shouldn't have Absolutely. said energy. Now that I say, now that I think about it, you're not going to go up to an adult and start doing jumping jacks. <laughs> I mean, maybe you will, but you'd be I surprised. <laughs> but I think it's important for whoever's listening to know as well, that you're a yoga teacher and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And 100%. when we are stopping to meditate, it's so funny in this interview, I feel like we're going from kiddos, crazy, fun, awesome, serving the Lord, like you know, just walking through life with them to yoga, where you're a yoga instructor, you're walking through life with other people there as well. And we hadn't Mm -hmm. talked about this before, if we were going to talk about yoga, but meditation is so important in our Christian walk because we can go, 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 go. And a lot of scripture pumps us up too. I mean, don't get like some of these scriptures are like, (laughs) you know, if you get done reading it, you're, if you're not pumped up, like something's wrong, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, being still with the Lord and knowing that he is God is so refreshing, refreshing. Absolutely. Refresh and put on that purpose. (laughs) Yes. Can you talk us through that refresh and put on our purpose with doing yoga, meditating? Absolutely. Yeah. No, thank you for asking that question. I think that's such a good question. And, you know, it's so interesting to, to talk about yoga with other Christians because there's such a, broad understanding or misunderstanding, depending on who you are and what you've learned. And, you know, I, you know, come from a very, um, what I believe is a very strong foundational yoga practice. Um, A lot of the teachers that I learned from have learned, you know, directly from India or have gone to India multiple times to get their training and learn the philosophy, the anatomy, um, the whole science of yoga. And God created yoga. Just so everyone knows, God created 
yoga. He created our bodies and he created movement for yeah. a reason. And a I reason. just believe that every single thing that that is on our earth is created by God and that he has a purpose for all of those things and how we utilize and steward those things is, is on us. And he gave us that, that mission, you know, he gave us that purpose, which is to, you know, you've got free will, but then you also have a a mission, which is to live out the purpose and the spiritual gifts that I plant within you. Mm. And I, you know, I found, a yoga practice really just kind of, I, I was YouTubing one day and I was like, man, I need something to do. I would, I played soccer my whole life and I needed something that got me in the zone and that gave me a good, you know, a good exercise, a good stretch. And I, I found yoga and I found a studio here in Pensacola and I went to one class. I went to a hot yoga class and I, it kicked my butt. Like I was, I was whooped. I was so impressed by just how the class was structured and how it was taught. And it was really just a great experience. And so, you know, flash forward almost 10 years and it has become, you know, there's this saying that comes from, um, one of the the yoga teachings. And it says, um, yoga is the journey of the self to the self through the self. And so it's this idea that yoga doesn't necessarily take you to another religion. Yoga isn't a religion. It is essentially a, a tool that you can use along the journey to deepen the relationship with our physical body that yeah. then I believe helps you reach that, that spiritual place much, much quicker and much easier, um, throughout some of the chaos and crazy of the day. So I believe that God, you know, really wants to connect with us all the time, every moment of the day. And I feel like with our society and our culture these days, it's so hustle bustle, instant gratification. If you don't get what you want, you don't have what you need. And it just becomes quick paced and hard to slow down. And when I took my first yoga class, it was like, Whoa, like, this is a sacred space that you yes. can come and you can be as exactly who you are. It's not about who else is in the room or what, who else in the room can do. It's about what your body is capable of today and how you're listening to yourself. And I feel like the only way we're going to hear from God, right. Is if we're listening and if we can't even listen to what our body needs or, or is, is, you know, if there's pain or if there's a stretch that feels great, like, and we can't discern those two things, that's a problem. Right. And, and we need to be able to, to be able to tap into that. And I feel like I have come so much closer and deeper in that relationship with God, because I've learned how to quiet my mind, body, and my spirit. And I've been able to find a place that tunes me out and tunes me in is what I've always said, um, to what, you know, to what those works are. And, you know, I actually really started to feel that it was, you know, cause at first it was kind of um, intimidating. Cause a lot of people, like I mentioned, they're like, well, if you're not doing holy yoga, then you're not doing the right kind of yoga as a Christian. And I'm like, well, what is that? Is that yeah. something that's, you know, what is that? I don't even, you know, and I've heard it here and there, but um, I had offered to teach a yoga class up at the church a couple of years back. And what really encouraged me to blend those two things together, you know, my church family, my church life, my church experience with this practice that really did help me get into a place of meditation, into a place of prayer, um, was, you know, pastor Nathan had mentioned one time he started talking about the Holy spirit and said, you know, a lot of people don't really talk about the Holy spirit. You know, some people think it's a ghost. Some people think that it's, you know, this own entity. And he's like, the Holy spirit literally translates into the word breath. Like it is a breath and, and, and almost a whisper 
And I mean, it was almost like, I felt like God literally like looked down and he deposited this, like this vessel of, of just wisdom and was like, yo, breath, like you are living, breathing the Holy spirit every single day. And when you take a moment to get into your practice, that's where you can really connect with the Holy spirit and you can check in with how the spirit is moving in your, yourself and, and how the spirit is going to move outside of you whenever you leave the practice or whenever you get off your mat. Yes. Okay. So whoever is listening and they're like yoga, Christianity, I don't know. Okay. So here's, I love yoga. My husband loves it too. Um, two things awesome. I want to say with yoga. Um, one, I have an app called glorify. It's the bomb dot com. It's, um, I found out about it from Bob Goff's wife. She was on his okay. podcast and said that she listens to the devotions in the morning at the time that I learned about it. It was free. It's not free anymore. I pay for the annual membership. I listen to it every morning in the shower, but it's a I meditation and it's scripture. And so they go, awesome. they do, and this is not an ad for them, but it's just something that I use every day. And it helps me out a lot to get centered on Christ because, um, you know, I'm heavily meditated, mm-hmm. <laughs> heavily meditated when I leave the house, yes. and you know what I mean? And so it just, you know, has that scripture and it has music in the background that calms my mind and reminds me to breathe. Um, and the second thing I wanted to share is when you do yoga, if you're like, I don't know what to think about, and God wants me to meditate on scripture, what do I do? If there's mm-hmm. a scripture or a song that has scripture in it that you like or can remember. And it would be easy to, to say that back in your head, like do that when you're doing yoga, you know, I know the plans for, I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper Mm -hmm. you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope in a future, like meditate on scripture, use that time of stretching and getting centered. Okay. So, okay. There's a third thing and it's just really quick, but Psalms (laughs) one, and I know we're about to wrap up here soon, but Psalms one and it's verses one through four. Okay, wait, no, wait. Verses one through three. If this is not like a stretching scripture, I don't know. Okay, it's talking about the way of the righteous and the wicked. And it says in verse one, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is thinking about the law of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Okay, wait. And this is where it is. This is my tree pose. My son's got the tree pose down. Okay. Verse three, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its Mm -hmm. season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. Somebody give me that tree pose. Let me see it. Amen. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Oh my goodness. And I have one thing to share on that, that I, I bring into a lot of my yoga classes is the acronym pray. So it's posture, rest, align, and yield. So throughout your practice, if you are able to focus on those things, your posture, and you can think of your posture in Christ, you can think of your posture in, you know, so you're always coming back to your posture as a Christian. You're not leaving, you know, your space and then rest. You're finding rest. You're finding that peace within your practice at any moment that you can, because God wants to have a moment with you. He wants to take advantage of that five, that 60 minutes, that 10 minutes, if you have to a lot to that, that, 
time and then align. So, you know, you'll hear that in a lot of stretching is, okay, align your body this way, align. We always want to align with the Lord. The Lord is, if we look up, he is there. And so being able to utilize that throughout your practice and then the yielding, yield yourself to anything that is, is unknown or that feels uncomfortable or that feels like you may be going down a path or a path of thought. You know, we do that naturally every day, whether I'm not good enough, I'm, you know, I'm not worthy of this. Um, so being able to yield and take that time to just, again, root yourself in that strict scripture or, um, you know, whatever it is that, that you came into with your intention, whether it was a scripture or a song, like you were saying. So that pray acronym is a really great way to, if you are trying a yoga class or you want to just experience it to kind of root yourself in that acronym so that you don't feel that you're, you know, whether it is the philosophy or whatever it is from the class that may um, be unknown to you, that's a way that you can stay connected to Christ throughout. Yeah. And you just talked about looking up, like looking up to Jesus We talked about this at church over the weekend and earlier you were talking about praying, Lord, be clear, please be clear. And in the scripture that we just talked about earlier in the podcast, John 17, I didn't read the very first part. I just read what was quoted and the very (laughs) first part of John 17 verse one says, after Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed. Mm -hmm. And then it says, father, the hour has come glorify your son. Jesus said this. Jesus himself looked toward heaven and prayed. And so I just want to encourage whoever's listening. Like if you need clarity about something, you've heard it from Miss McKenna, you know, Miss McKenna, that's what we call (laughs) it. I'm so sorry. McKenna, look up, pray, Lord, Mm -hmm. please be clear. What would you like me to do? You know, father, you know, we've talked about father. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And it's not that you have to say father, but it's just how Jesus addressed his father and God's our father. And so that I'm doing that now, you know, right. Um, But like looking up, it's a beautiful, clear sky today. What a blessing. What a gift. Like what a gift. Absolutely. Hey God. Hey man. So he's my guy. I see you you today. He's my guy. And he's my main man. That was so cool. (laughs) He's my main man. Amen. Um, anything else? I think that we've hit a lot of good things. It's been quick fire, but all of it feels so natural to just the the way that our relationship is. We're always like on the go, loving each other so much. I am obsessed with your kids. I'm obsessed with you. Like I You're just awesome. love that. I love what you're doing and your encouragement has been a anchor, honestly, throughout my position in Kidsman. Because before I came on as the full youth director, I remember during COVID times, I was making these videos and you awesome. were looking, watching these videos yes. that I was making. And that was a hundred percent a leap of faith. And that was really one of the first big leaps of faith that I took. And it, you would just come in and be like, do not stop making those videos. Don't they are stop. amazing. Well, the kids <laughs> love it. Just, Oh, yeah. It's just, it's completely helped. Um, you know, I feel like God really did put that on your heart to share with me because it was something that kept me going and kept me excited and energized. Like we talked about earlier, that energizing, yeah. it comes from fuel of others or Christ, you know, in me, but it yeah. comes from his, his followers that are around in my day to day that I see yes. if I am going to teach a class, if I am going to 
you know, to Sunday youth group, like whoever I see, they're the ones giving me energy. And God has, has given me the energy that I need for today. It's just kind of bonus whenever you're like, Miss McKenna, keep it up. You know what I mean? So it's, it's very, I'm very thankful for our relationship. And I think that, you know, what, whatever it is that, that comes from this podcast, God, I just hope that God glorifies it and that he brings um, clarity and peace of mind to anybody that's listening today, because that is what he's here to do. And I feel that that is the mission that you're living out every day. So thank you for, for all of that. Thank you. McKenna, you're so sweet. I love you. You've done a great job (laughs) teaching our kids. I mean, we're just so thankful. So, and yes, the videos were really good. I mean, they were, you were (laughs) talking about scripture and showing your plants in the backyard and how God has grown them. And I, I can't remember the exact scripture, but it was like dead on. I mean, it was like teaching my kids, Hey, this is the scripture. This is how the scripture is actively used. It's like, this isn't corny. This is really cool. And you can do it too. You know, it's like, Jesus is tangible. Thank you. So thank you for that. Yes. And the last question I ask every guest is what Bible verse is helping you in this season? Uh, Well, I love that you just said making Jesus tangible because that is it. 100% tease up my verse that I picked for today. Um, This has been a extremely incredible verse that has helped not only me disciple to the students, but for, you know, Jesus to remind me, you know, that he is discipling me every day and that he is my teacher and my greatest teacher. Um, And so Galatians 5, 22 through 23, all about the fruits of the spirit. So live by following the spirit. And it says the spirit gives love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and Mm self-control. And there is no law that says these things are wrong. That's some good stuff right there. Like I need all those things. All of them. Oh man. Everybody needs all of those things. And I, I encourage anybody that may not have a, a strong relationship because this is a verse I've been really working on with the kids and myself, but you know, when we have moments throughout the day where we feel joy, I really, I'm working on, on helping them connect the dots to when we feel joy, when we feel love, when we feel light, or when we feel like we've done something amazing, let's connect that dot to a deposit that God just dropped in our, our heart, our spirit. Mm -hmm. And if we can, you know, take those things and then remove those things that may be anxious, anxiousness or, you know, selfishness, those are things that are not from God. And there's lots of things in scripture that talk about how those things are not from God. But this verse specifically, this, you know, book of Galatians, where it's talking about the fruits of his spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, those things, there's nothing in the law that says that those things are wrong. And if we can really live and look for those things in our day, I feel that we can become more aligned with where Jesus wants us to be. And I think that all of those things are attainable in one single day if, you know, we can create that space for them and and really look up and see that Jesus has those for us every day, brand new. When you just said, let's live and look for those things, that was beautiful. Let's live and look for those things. Let's look for the fruits of the spirit. Let's live and look for those things. If we see someone who has joy in their hearts, like, Let's mm-hmm. broadcast God's love. Like that's from the fruit of the spirit. I mean, you can Absolutely. smile at them or I don't, I don't think we do high fives in 2021 with strangers, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just give a little love. However, Absolutely. you would like respectfully be like, keep on going, man. Like keep on, keep I on. Love that. 
that's the fruit of the spirit. Like encourage these things in other people. Let's live and look for those things. That was so good. At the end of every podcast, we always pray, Lord, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> <laughs>